Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to a fabulous episode of Stories Around Azeroth. I am always MP, Titans Creed Nevico, joined by the biggest lump of cog paste this side of Azeroth, one Mr. Frasley Tastic. How are you, sir? I'm doing, doing great, and I, I, I see you love the cog paste. Aww. I do love the cog paste, that's why I have it here every week. Aww, I need you thank to, you. I need you to shine my mecha mechano spider. Okay, I, I can join your mechano spider any day. The best, the best use of uh, a mechanome to shine my mechano spider. Honestly, though, and I can also repair stuff if you need it. That's true. I'll just take you apart and use you as an engineer. Honestly, though, always a always a fab tabulous thing having you around, Mister Frasley. How have you been, and how what have you been up to in Azeroth this week? So in Azeroth, it's kind of working on some different things. So of of course, with the mechanomes, I've had to do a lot of reps. And I've been trying some different things. Like Thursday night, I was heading back from an event and was going to do some editing. But someone was like, hey, you, you're you not doing a show on Thursday night. Why don't you come join us on a team for doing e the Eternal Palace? So we, I joined a group and we did the Heroic Eternal Palace. Got up to, I want to say Orgazoa, and then we, we kind of ran out, running out of time because it was a three hour team. The big we down with tentacles, yeah. Yeah, and we were watching out for like the uh, the, the the giant um, the punch. We were watching out for that, and then or no wait, that that that's the punch. That's the Zekul. But Yeah, we we, we we got up to there, and then we went back on and heroic. No, not heroic. Normal. Someone had a lockout, so we pretty much started our normal lockout where somebody else was, and got up to Zekul and beat Zekul. So I have now completed everything. To Zaykul, I just have not completed Azhar yet, so I still can't do the Magni quest line. But it was fun. It was trying something new, and if I had a little bit more time, I think I might do more writing because it was a fun group of people. A lot of jokes were, just, were shared. You could just queue up for Azhar and LFR if you really wanted to get the quest done, couldn't you? Yeah, I I did that a few weeks back, and then we wiped on Zaykul and never got back. So I just, you, you know, and mentally getting past that mental that, that mental slump. Yeah. So I got to do that. That or I'll wait till 9.0 comes out and we'll have it all, all done. That's true. And then I passed that, did a bunch of time walking, did my first PvP island, and we won the second time. Yeah. That that was exhilarating. And it was one of those, like, like the horde's there and you know that they're players. So we did everything we could to, to beat them. And, I mean, past that, can't say that other than stuff, I, I've, I've been achieving all the, the goals I've been looking out for this week. So it was a good week wildlife. Good. Good to hear, my friend. It's nice to hear that you, you've stepped into a raid to see how that's doing for you. It, and it's definitely fun. I, I felt like I was carried at some points. That's fine. I mean, I, I, I'm sure enough I can be carried. It's bound to happen when you're not raiding on, on the regular, I want to say. Because... Uh, when you do raid, it's like a second nature for stuff, and Nihilotha, from the look of it, is going to be a big test of that. Like, it's... That looks like it's built for people who raid on the regular, you know? With and the with, mechanics that are going on in there. And with 12 bosses, that's not going to be one that, that you're going to want to wipe. So, if you're a progression team, you're definitely going to want to see people that, are, that know what they're doing, so that way, each week, you're not coming back and being like, ah. Yeah. It's um, it's nice to have a raid skip available. Yeah, uh, especially on a twelve boss dungeon. Scared. I assume it's going to take four weeks on normal and four weeks on heroic to kill the last boss to get there. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, we already know the uh, final cinematic. I've not, not watched it yet, but we I had found that final. final it's not the final cinematic. Oh, I, that's news to me. Uh, it's a cinematic. It's an in-game cinematic. So there is actually a big data mine thing that could happen afterwards. I think it's the cinematic that happens when we defeat the carapace that leads into the final boss, rather than uh, that being the last boss. So yeah, that's good because yeah, I mean, I mean, I would hate for the surprise to be gone by now. Well, I, I think it, I think it's a, uh, an in-game cinematic that's uh, on par with, you know, when in um, when we went to Argus the raid and you beat Agrahar, yes. and then you got an in-game cinematic that took you to 
the the pantheon and then you fought argus there i think it's yes. that sort of cinematic that leads into the like, the final boss after the campus okay nice i could but... be wrong i could be a hundred percent wrong but i think the... that's i think that's what it is you wrong ne never never thanks frasley but... i'm glad you understand my genius yeah which is which is good because later on, we'll be talking about BlizzCon speculation, what we hope and everything else. This is the pre-BlizzCon show, and we're going to be talking about what we want at BlizzCon, what we hope's at BlizzCon, and everything else. All that good stuff. In terms of Warcraft, in terms of Azeroth this week, I have finally got the last of my 110s to 120 this week. Nice. I now, hate rogues. Um... I hate rogues. I hate rogues. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. Um... And fire mages are bad. <laughs> so, this is so bad. I hate it. But you know, if you, if you combine that, if you combine a dagger and a, and, a, and a fire mage, you can cut through anything. It is like a hot knife through butter. Sometimes you are you are absolutely <laughs> correct. Um, but yeah, no, it's just gearing them up and doing my weekly mount runs now. I've yet to find time to get the benthic gear on them. And then get them through to Nashtatar to get a, a 370 weapon. But I've done all my mount runs on my Demon Hunter this week. And I've got lucky. Once again, another week goes by and I get another mount that I don't have. Nice! Before people ask, I already have the Headless Horseman mount. I had uh, uh, a social media website remind me that five years ago this week, I actually had the whole Headless Horseman mount back in Pandaria. So, but no, I've got... Jikun from nice. the Throne of Thunder. So I do not need to go back into the Throne of Thunder ever again except for Transmog. Aww. And when they put pets in the Throne of Thunder and then... You know, I, they will I do. swear to God, if they put pets in the Throne of Thunder next patch, I will cry manly tears. Can we, can we have that on podcast so that way we can have audio and video? Sure. Yay! I mean, I mean no, no, no. I don't want to see you cry. But um, yeah, no, another mount is always good. Uh, I yeah. edge ever closer to 450. It's um, yeah, it's it's surreal. Like these things are dropping, and I'm not even just doing any specifically hard work to get them. I'm just doing my weekly stuff. Now, if Ultraxian would drop that stupid dragon, and I could be done in Dragon Soul for the rest of eternity, I would be a happy lad. And hopefully, you do it before you do all the characters for the pizza. I need to I get three that. more three more you know you know it will happen when i'm running on those 18 it'll be like number 17 i'll take through dragon soul and it drops I and mean, then i won't have done 18 you'll be like no yeah i'm free he didn't run 18 through um See, i picked that number specifically out of my butt just for that reason yeah that's it but i've got a level three more up yet and that will happen when i get some time to do so but yes, uh, BlizzCon is approaching. Yes. Oh, it is. It feels like you can tell the news has dried up. I mean, that like Blizzard's like, we got to be very careful with the, whatever news we can put out because we don't want to give our entire load for BlizzCon. Yeah. I mean, there was already one spoiler um, based on the Diablo art book that came out this week, which kind of pretty much leaked that Diablo 4 was going to be a thing. So. Oh. I don't see that one being a mistake in a way. I almost see that. Do you remember when the app, when the iPhone dropped the headphone thing and they released a leak about the headphones being on? I think that this is a leak, a calculated leak, because that way you can't oh, officially say it's from Blizzard, but then fans won't be like, oh, Blizzard's not doing Diablo 4. Rah, rah, rah. I mean, yeah, if yeah. they don't, If they don't officially announce Diablo 4. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's one of those, if they don't do it at BlizzCon itself, that's not going to be a good year. So please, no. Blizzard, please release Diablo 4, or at least some information to say it's coming. Yep. So, you're going to BlizzCon yourself, Mr. Frasley, this year. Is it your first time yes. you're going? Yep, first time. Um, I Though, technically, on the Frasley report, I've been to BlizzCon because I had one where I had a Frasley report. It was a dream, of course, that I went uh. to BlizzCon. But yeah, no, it's I, I'm... I'm definitely excited to go. Nervous? I mean, my mind's like shaking, but yes. You look. What, what's the thing you're most looking forward to doing 
I mean, I know the biggest thing that you're looking forward to doing is meeting all these people that you've done podcasts with on the Frazzlecast and doing other podcasts that you've guested on. That aside, because I know that's going to be your answer, what's the biggest thing you are looking forward to at BlizzCon? So not so not me, not me, not me. Yeah, because I know, I know if I ask you, you'll say meeting the people that you've you've in the community that you you've met and seen. But going to BlizzCon, I'm not saying like a particular announcement or anything else. But what are you looking forward to doing at BlizzCon as your first time? I think seeing this game that I podcast about and streamed about, seeing it like live there like, like like there's a big banner over there that says warcraft i mean seeing the seeing the statue that they have outside being like this game is not just something online but it's it's tangible i can go up to the statue of of mechatork right now that they have i don't know what statue is i can just give it a large hug i, I i'm still going for the number gone expansion that's still my my hope but yeah like whenever I've gotten a T-shirt from somebody, I've gotten a, I've got an, an epic and sandy Christmas card in front of me. Whenever I got something from somebody here, it's made this game a lot more alive. I love getting WoW merch because it makes the game feel alive, and that's that's it's. This is going to give me a fire to keep podcasting even more, knowing that this thing, there's something, there's people there, and I mean, even I keep hearing of people meeting devs. I hope I may at least meet one dev. Just to, somebody that, work, even if it's somebody that, that just worked on the 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 shoes, be like that person. They did something that in a game that I love, and it makes it real. That's cool. Yes, I'm, I'm and uh, it's it, 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 it's like Tom. When I met Tom a few years, um, no, not even a few years back, earlier this year, time flies. But like meeting them made what I do real. Like you yeah, weren't. I, I can see that. Yeah, it, it's mean, like when I. When I meet you, it'll make it real. Have you ever done a guild meeting? No, unfortunately. I, I did a clown camp reunion, but that was, we already met them at so, clown camp. So, like, I, I get what you're saying. Meeting people that you, you talk about the game makes, makes it real. I've, I've done guild meetings all the way back to 2006 was the first guild meeting I, I did. There's pictures. There's, like, those are some of the first few pictures I put up on Facebook. Like, you know, and... I've done I've done some with other guildmates as well, and yeah, you know, I meet up with a lot of people, and it's just it feels it does make the game feel more alive knowing the people on the other end of the screen. Yeah, so and um... I completely get that. And meeting these other podcasters, you know, in in the flesh is going to be good. You're at Con Before the Storm as well, aren't you? Yeah, and I and I'm in the meet and greet, which one. I'm not trying to fish for compliments from anybody, but more, you know, in your head, it's just, I, I look at people who are immediate greets. I'm thinking that person deserves to be there. Like at any, any convention. And it's weird to, re to realize that my name's on a docket and that getting to meet somebody who's, who likes what I do, that is going to be a experience that I'm also excited for it. Cause it's going to be like, wow, you actually like the words that I put into an audio thing and, and, and download. I mean, whenever I get messages from people online, it means the world. I mean, Leo Wild in chat. Whenever Leo Wild shows up, it means like, wow, there's somebody who, yeah. who I'm connecting with online and likes what I do, and and that. It, I, I get what you're saying. The, yeah. As someone who has hosted uh, a panel at a convention and had a packed room of people there listening to everything that you're saying and the things that you're doing with those people. It does give you a sense of accomplishment, so I absolutely get that. But every single person that gets a picture taken with you, if they upload it, make sure they tag you so that you yes, can yes. retweet it and like it and everything else. Because otherwise, uh, you know, you uh, miss out on that. And that's a good way to meet up with uh, those people as well. Yeah, and, and, and I want to download to my phone too. Want, and, and every photo I make, take somebody, I want to save it as a favorite. So that way absolutely. I can just. Because this was saying that's the biggest thing is pictures. You, you, you gotta capture every picture because then when you're having a down moment like in winter you're like ah BlizzCon's that far away and it was over there you're like that's the person I met because there I and 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 I know this has been a long answer but I there's one final thing I want to do it is meeting a person Pat Crane just a picture of Pat Crane that I remember from 2016 I was watching my first BlizzCon Pat is sitting in a chair and I mean he's been one of my role models 
for a long time. Yep. Yeah, since, I remember since I found him. Yep. And when I get to, to finally give him a hug, that picture's going to finally, it, it's been on my, on my bucket list. It's been one of those, I need to see Pat Crane. And I mean, I mean, it's 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 been a goal of mine for a long time. So I'm, I, so yeah. So that is a person answer, but it's one of the things that I'm looking forward to. That, that's that's exactly what I was after. You know, just narrowing it down. Because I mean, if I ever went to BlizzCon, I know that out of everything, meeting the people, meeting yourself, meeting the people that we've done stuff with, is high on the but it's high on that list. You know, because it gives yeah. a face. It gives a face to the name behind the the computer. You get to meet these people overseas and everything else, you know. Because I've had a fire even editing ever since I ever since going to BlizzCon was a reality and and that people wanted me to, to to be there. It has made editing even more exciting, and it's it's and and I think this is gonna this can keep me going for at least another year or more. I mean, heck, uh, uh, Turarch and I both agreed we're we're, we're going to be podcasting until till we're fifty. Because we are both the same age. She just turned 30 and I'm turning 30 soon, so... All right, rub it in. Some of us are 35. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, hey, um, um, I, I hope you have your depends on you. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, of... I, I almost went for the walker, but I, but, but wow. I'm like thinking that'd be a stretch. Wow. That's an almighty shade there from Mr. Frasley. Oh, believe me, I've got friends who are much older than you and they're yeah. probably just shaking their head right now and i love all of you it's age is but a number yes it, no it is it is you're only, you're only as young as the person you feel in some cases just please don't act old i i never lose that fire i i, I know that's easier said than done but yeah please i know people in my life who have acted old when, and they're not that old don't be old no absolutely Brilliant. be like scroll stage nola who's still voice acting and has a turtle made it to the water i think she's like 1890 i mean she, yeah she is uh she's quite up there but then you know as i've told you before i live with my 98 year old aunt nan and she she's got more fire behind her eyes than most other things you know yeah it's fine but yes blizzcom yes we've talked about what you're looking forward to um when you're getting there Let's talk about the opening ceremony and what we hope to be announced. Now, I know we are a Warcraft-centric show, but let's talk about what we think is going to be in the opening ceremony. And yes, if you honestly to God think that Nomragon is going to be the next WoW expansion, you can say it. But if you're going to say it as a joke, I want a real answer from you as well of what you think we're going to do. I still think Nomragon is something. Uh, gnomes is something to do. because we've. We, but what I really do think... yeah. I'm still torn between the Shadowlands and Sylvanas. I, I, I there's, I almost think that they're they're toying with us on what was next expansion because because they're we, we thought Shadowlands, then we're getting Nihilotha in 8.3, so we don't know about Sylvanas. I mean, I think something's going to do to there. I'm also hoping Classic gets some more information. Now, more than just Phase Two because Phase Two at this point. We have two war bosses. We have a key ring and the honor system. We already got Dire Maul. But I think those, if they can appeal to both classic and current WoW in regards to stuff. And then I think, in my opinion, hold off 8.3 until the, the what's next panel. I mean, and, and even even the pre-patch in, in the next, what's next, kind of saying, oh, here's 8.3. The same way when they were announcing all the patches last year at BlizzCon. That was, that was fun, especially when they, when they said Mechanomes. But, but yeah, so I'd say that. How about you? What do you think it's going to be in the opening ceremony? So, I mean, whatever Overwatch 2 is aside, Diablo 4, we'll probably get announced dates for uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged. We'll probably get an announced date for Diablo Immortal. Uh, if they decide to put that on the main show and not keep it to a Diablo panel itself, which they might want to do. Um... In terms of the Warcraft expansion, I think it's either Sylvanas is going to be exactly Garrosh and give us literally the next step into the expansion and be the reason we go to the next expansion, or it will be however we deal with Nazoth and how that leads into it. You know? Yeah. It could very well be something to do with Ashara as well. We don't know the fate of her outside of the... We know that she's captured in Nihilotha right now. So there could be something to do with her. She might be the reason that we go into the next expansion. 
I think the Shadowlands is quite feasibly the most possible. Whether we use uh, Ice Crown, because we found out through the Horde questing that Ice Crown is the gateway to the Shadowlands. Whether there's another way that you know someone's forced a way through or broken their way through there. I think Shad and with with how much the expan this expansion has led to has le leaned on death being an example, it honestly wouldn't surprise me if Shadowlands was the thing. Yeah, um, and we we have the the Shadow Pet from last year. And yes, yeah. And we also have, if you look in the in the gear store, we have a Lich King ugly sweater. And the reason I'm not getting that that one is one funds, but two, it's a white shirt. Have you ever seen me with white shirt? I've ruined a nice Disneyland shirt because it was all white, and I I was nine, but chocolate all over it, and like I was having this because I was chocolate, and I mean it was a nice shirt that had to be thrown out. Has the gear store updated for BlizzCon 2019? I tried looking the other day, and I couldn't spot it. Yes, uh, in fact, that's also on a new store. They're using their partnership with with uh, Fanatics. So they're actually running. It's another year with another gear store website. Oh, fair enough. I Because normally it's part of the actual gear store and they've got a tab for BlizzCon specifically. Yeah, um, like, uh, I mean, yeah, quite a bit. Like, there's the, the And there's Diablo merchandise too. There's a Diablo yeah. sweater. So Diablo, if it's not part of the... the uh, There'll be a lot. There'll be a lot of stuff that goes up after BlizzCon opens with all of the new announcements and stuff. It wouldn't surprise me. Like, there's a Heroes poster that I've got there with the original set crew. It wouldn't surprise me if you know if they have a new one of that with the new roster, with the expanded roster as it is. They might do an updated Overwatch poster with the updated roster. Who knows? There's lots of things that could be cool to get. Um. I don't know, but yeah, no, I agree. In terms of classic, there probably won't be, unless they're going to, they'll, unless they announce a date for whatever classic is coming. I don't think they will, unless they're going to announce TBC classic servers, as that's because that would be the announcement to do it. That because that would basically say to do TBC classic servers is basically saying that's where we're going next. You know, with I classic. could see that it because I could see. I mean, because announcing it now means that it's it's coming a year and a half away after we get to next in classic. Yeah, but a big theme for this. You got to remember that the big theme for this BlizzCon is going to be fifth, the fifteenth anniversary of Warcraft. Yes. So, so you, World of Warcraft, I should say, not Warcraft itself. It's the twenty-fifth anniversary of Warcraft? Question mark. I don't know. But and yeah. Leo saying that whatever Savannah's plans are will be at the center of the next expansion, and that will have something to do with the powers of death. Is heading to the in this direction for sure. And 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 they said that they said elsewhere with the Wrath of the Lich King nods we've seen, it could be. It could reflect that has Fury of the Banshee, maybe Fury of the Banshee Queen, but that would be a bit too long. Um, it could be Fury of the Banshee Queen. We've had long. Mr. Pandaria was a long enough name. Warlords of Draenor is a long enough name. They'll make it fit if they want to. Um, Bob. The 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 three as I said like the three major things that it could be leading into the next expansion is either going to be Sylvanas and it'll be Garrosh esque in the fact that she's the reason that we we go wherever it could be the reasoning with Nazoth being ended you know that it could be something to do with Shara something weird could happen like we beat Argus but then Sargeras stick his store on the planet you know so nobody really expected that to be the thing. Um, I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna be odd. I'm looking forward to whatever it was, uh, whatever it is. But I think I think the classic one is is gonna be big. If they don't announce anything to do with classic, it means that they're just gonna have a classic panel, which turns around and goes, "This is our timeline for the next for for 2020 and the rough times that we want to release things." And. Tom's saying that Diablo 4 won't be an asymmetric RPG and, like, and kind of like more to third person. Like, like why would they have just the same thing that they did with Diablo 3? And, you know, I can see that. I can take a first person 
Overwatch engine, you're, you, I mean, not not shooting, but you know, kind of like yeah. Skyrim, Elder Scrolls. That would Can be I so be cool. With you? If it's third, if Diablo Four ends up being first person or third person, I won't play it. I a lot of people get motion sickness with that sort of per, uh, person perspectives. I don't think it fits the Diablo thing. Like even all the way back to Diablo One, it's always been an isometric RPG. Well, the only reason I think that would be World of Warcraft is different than, uh, and because because the, the RTS of Warcraft was was isometric. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, Tom of Three Extra Lives is saying WoW is third person though. It's slightly different because I would say that first person is basic. To sidestep over to Elder Scrolls, it's very basic Elder Scrolls, and I would say that third person is directly over the shoulder cam like you would get with modern shooters and like I, they were trying with uh pre-legion they had a action, action cam, cam that yeah but that's still further back you know it's further back like literally first person is if your eyes are the camera and third person is if the camera's on your shoulder okay you no know? yes um with world of warcraft and the action cam it's slightly further back Yes, it does allow you to scroll. Yes, there are people that play Warcraft in first person. It's weird. I've yeah. seen it. I've seen people stream it in first person. It is weird. I um, have tried it a few times. If I can't figure out where something is in WoW, I go to first person. But yeah, I, I don't think I could play it. Well, because it works with Elder Scrolls in those games because you can see your arm movements. You can see stuff going. Whereas if I did it all in without that, it would feel really weird. I here's the thing we know that blizzard want to move everything into the overwatch engine yes i think uh, i think tom is on a very good mark to say that diablo 4 will be in the overwatch engine if it is and it's isometric it means that it's more robust than we're led to believe if it's in it and it's first slash third person, it means it's not as robust as what it can be. You know, just rem yeah. rem remember how remember how Heroes was originally just going to be a StarCraft Two mod, and then it became its own thing, still in the StarCraft Two engine. You know, yes. it, it's it's shown that it can be robust in that way, but it's still very StarCrafty. You know, you look at it and you can see the StarCraft stuff there. <sighs> It, it just moving on and being Diablo 4. I get what Tom's saying in the live chat. He's gone, Diablo 3 is a solid game for them to do pretty much the same as that, but I call it D4. I don't know. I mean, there there are solid differences between Diablo 1 to Diablo 2, Diablo 2 to Diablo 3. Diablo 3 feels so much sharper, but Diablo 2 does have that kind of jank feeling to it. It's the same as Warcraft 3, kind of. Where everything is so scaled down in terms of the polygons and the models that it almost feels holy, you know? I wonder, because I know Diablo 3's big thing for the Real Martial Auction House was that they needed to go to online. They could do the next one more like how they did the Diablo 3 consoles, where you could have an offline component. So the, the, ex the excuse for the Real Market Auction House was to keep the game online to stop the duping of items. That was yeah. the reasoning for it. Whether there was some underhanded reasoning of Blizzard wanting to make money as a side thing, I honestly don't know. I don't tend to really think in that because I'm not. I tr I try not to be that cynical of people or business practices. It it will be weird. I would like. I mean, uh, Leo Wild in chat is um, saying maybe Diablo 4 will be an MMORPG like Marvel Heroes was. It would be nice to play Diablo 4 with more than three other people. You know? There, there's, yeah. There's that thing. And uh, and Tom's saying that it was a six, it was a 13-year gap between Diablo 2 and 3. So, you know what? We don't need Diablo 4. We, we can wait a few years. We, we can just wait. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a six-year gap between D uh, Reaper of Souls and now, rather than D3. Because D3, I think we had two years between that and Reaper of Souls. Okay, so see, still got some, some, some time. I, I'm, I'm kidding. Please don't send hate mail. Well, send it to, to, to Pete, not to me. I, I think I think that the biggest reason that they, they shelved the second expansion for D3 
is because if they turn around and go Diablo 4, it allows them to start with a relatively fresh slate. You gotta yeah. remember you gotta remember with the real market auction house, era thirty seven, D three was marred by so many issues on launch. That's right, because I, I tried playing Diablo 3. I wasn't playing WoW, but I, I downloaded Diablo 3 during yeah, the launch. Yeah, me, me and, like, three friends were trying to play Diablo 3 on launch. Like, we had a whole get-ready party, and we dealt with, like, Era 37 for, like, three hours. No one could get in. And when you did, you got crashed out, and then we just called it a day. But, you know, once you got into it, it was all right. And as Tom says, Reaper of Souls did fix Diablo 3. They bid the real market, or real money auction house. They increased the loot drop rate to make it feel fun i think they understand that but yeah again server tech as thomas pointed out has improved so much it's probably not going to be an issue saying that we still have issues logging into wow and staying in there and server tech's improved so much yes it's yeah. a different kind of game we're sidestepping too much on diablo i think diablo 4 is kind of where we are going to go it, it makes more it makes sense to have a diablo 4 you know yeah it gives them a fresh slate and allows them to go forward I do want to see innovation. I, 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 I want to see, based off what they know, it would be, I, I'm, I'm really digging the MMO RPG, or at least MMO. It doesn't have to be like the, the WoW sub thing, but it, you know, Fantasy Star Online, how cool would that be that, that, that you go out, I mean, or even Guild Wars. So, so you, you have your hub areas where people are, that you can go out and then, and you can meet people in, in, in the game as well. That, that would be pretty cool. I just want them to not release a base version of Diablo 4 and it not have stuff that people enjoyed like an adventure mode or yeah. you know all the things that improved Diablo 3 I don't want those missing and fed back piecemeal to us after Diablo 4 launches you know like yeah. I, I get if they want to go Diablo 4 but we'll release adventure mode in a month because it gives people time to finish the story you could just do what you did in Diablo 3 originally and put leave adventure mode in there, but only accessible after you finish the story once. It's the same way with uh, The Sims. They went from Sims 3 to Sims 4. Yeah, they they had no everything. swimming pools. Yeah, they cut out everything and then yeah. piecemealed it back to you. I don't and sold that. it to you. Um, piecemealing content back in that people enjoy is a really bad practice that I'm really starting to loathe a lot when it comes to games. And I think that's why WoW 2 is a huge endeavor if they're working on that and the surprises with WoW we 2. Won't, we won't ever get a WoW 2. And I'll tell you, I'm with I'll, you. I'll, I'll tell you why in one certain thing. Because if you did a WoW 2, the only way you could physically do it in the current environment and not release it as a free-to-play MMO is to do what Final Fantasy 14 did and destroy the world completely to then rebuild the world with new server tech and everything else. It's the only way you could do it. Because Final Fantasy, then... because the original version of Final Fantasy XIV was garbage. It was so broken. Yeah. Square Enix turned around and went, thanks for buying the game. For all people that bought the game, you don't have to pay a sub. The game will be free to play until it's fixed. Then they brought in uh, A Realm Reborn and it started the whole thing fresh. If they released a fresh WoW 2... If they shelve, if, if they, we'll take, um, take the end of Legion, yeah? Yes. If we found out that WoW 2 was coming, but it was a separate thing, and Sargera sticking the sword in the planet put a countdown timer on the world. The damage Sargeras did to the, it, it, it made it inoperable and the world would die within a year. But at the end of that year, WoW servers shut down and WoW 2 servers start up. You lose, it. like, there'll probably be some stuff that they could end up moving as, like, legacy stuff that you've got on your Blizzard account. But think about every all the time that you've put in to Frasley. Yeah. And it's gone. In a WoW 2.0, as Tom's essentially called it, you could essentially turn around and rebuild the world from scratch. You know, they could put in, the, they could slide in the new engine. Yes, okay the it would the game would probably have to be down for 24 hours for them to completely do a new server tech a new engine tech and everything else but if that's how you could get your wow 2 while still keeping everything to a modicum like you could keep all of your mounts but that's the way they that's the way they do the real cataclysm and change the world completely 
like rem remember how I said about the um, infinite dragonflight story? Yes. That's the that that the infinite dragonflight story is the reason the entire world changes and that's it. The server goes down for twenty four hours. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody is reimbursed twenty four hours of game time who has an active subscription. You come back. Game is in a new engine. The whole world has been reborn to how they want the story to do. You know, I mean, the game graphically, the game graphically doesn't need to change with a new engine. No, but I think you've got to remember that WoW is still limited by what the engine can do. You yes, could, like this is what I'm saying. If Diablo Four is isometric and works in the Overwatch engine, that means that anything is possible in that engine, and they could feasibly do Warcraft in the Overwatch engine and still keep its colorful looks. You know how how weird that would be. What if you had only one client from then on, and you, you you walked from Overwatch to WoW to Diablo? I mean, how how weird would that be? That like you, you could literally be saying the same client all and just have it low data on demand when it needs to. Uh, I want to say to Tom Tom from Virtual Life says he wants WoW in the Hearthstone engine. Tom, I, I want I want WoW on the tabletop simulator engine, and let's just play the board game of Warcraft. You know, let's let's oh just, let's just do that. Yes, and then can I table flip? Yes, sure. Because um, there's a lot to do, and I think the only way a WoW 2.0 will happen would be... <laughs> that's Tanner talk. Uh, yeah, uh, Dragon Powered Studios Games, guys. Join the Discord and everything else. It's all fun there. Um, is to rebuild the world and give it a new engine. Yeah. No. One, like, and yes, people would be pissed by having a 24-hour downtime, but if it's to coincide with... 24 hours before your your new expansion launches and everybody's that plays is reimbursed with 24 hours worth of game time i don't understand why that's the thing yeah you know what are blizzard going to lose by a 24 hour downtime reimbursing everybody 24 hours or take it a step further well classic is in the the client of we're having classic maps and classic data running in the current client. If they could find a way to have Zodomi not take it between classic, but take it between current WoW and the next world. With an engine change and a rebuilt world, I think that even that would be ambitious. Remember that Zodomi doesn't take us back to a pre-cataclysm world. Like, those maps that, are scrubbed. That is true. And... Because uh, I, I think of a... I mean, again, I'm, I'm thinking very ambitious, but I think it would be cool to be able to go between two engines. I, again, I'm not a coder, so I'm saying stuff that somebody's like, I know what they'll do. The hair we'll get an Azeroth remade when they get to Cataclysm Classic. <sighs> so that you get the Cataclysm world on the classic servers, and then the world's remade. <laughs> In the main game. Oh, that's amazing. That would be cool. There you go, guys. I've called it. Five years down the line. Cataclysm. Cataclysm classic. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. And right now, uh, the, 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 the Twitterverse is saying, Surgeon Azeroth needs to be cancelled. No, no, I'm Ooh. kidding. We'll have our own no, cataclysm. No. That's fine. True. Um, yeah, no, I think that's cool. Um, I think, I, I definitely think if we don't get, um, a TV, if they don't announce TBC Classic servers, then there'll definitely be a classic what's next panel. We'll have an 8.3 what's coming and there'll be an expansion what's next, you know, and they'll deep dive into, like, it'll be an 8.3 deep dive. Um, that will absolutely help because they'll probably go over the corruption items and the fixes and everything else. Um, it's going to be interesting because uh, if they don't if they don't announce TBC Classic servers, it still leaves it up in the air what's going to happen once they get past one point thirteen and Naxxramas, because people could still be still be clamoring for sorry one point twelve. People could still be clamoring for a one thirteen. People will still be clamoring for TBC. I think if they announce TBC servers, it nips that in the bud super quickly what was I I was on a podcast or listening to a podcast it might have been the, the converted podcast 
if we got rid of levels, how weird would it be if you could take your current character back to classic and load up in classic? So, I mean, you don't take anything from, from current, but you have one character that can go between classic, can go to then go over to the Burn Crusade, back to current. Because someone's saying they could get rid of levels altogether. Elder Scrolls has done a pretty good job of getting rid of it. I don't know what Elder Scrolls do, but since you've said that, I've actually thought about it. I mean, there's nothing to say that we could scrap level progression altogether and just have ever scaling item level. Yeah. Because that, 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 that's the biggest problem why we get the item squishes, because the item level with the stats progress as high, if not faster, than the level of the player. Whereas having yeah. a static level, because I assume in Elder Scrolls you don't level, you've got all your skills just like uh, Skyrim and everything else, like your lock picking and all that stuff. And then you just literally just get better weapons and armor. Yeah, I've not played since one Tamriel, but yeah, you can kind of go anywhere in, in Elder Scrolls. You, you, you can be with anybody. It's kind of like Party Sync. Party Sync at, uh, in 8.2.5 has been a, a showing me what they can do with stuff. I mean, Michael and I, we are now getting out of level range, but we're still leveling on Genome. I, I, I could probably bring in, I think he was playing with, with Marty, and they actually brought in Marty with on his 120. And they were playing for the same same content. He was getting rewards for his yeah. level, but they were in other content. So uh, chat is saying that there, there are levels in ESO, but the whole world scales to you, which is exactly what Skyrim does. Uh, it's been a, it's been an actual ice age since I've played Skyrim, but Skyrim basically leveled the world based on your gear and your levels on everything. So like the better gear you got, the harder things were. And I think that would be so cool. I, I, I was actually hoping that when they did this in Legion, that this was what we would be, we'd be getting. And I, and I'm glad Party Sync is going that right that way. I would love just to be able to play with anybody, wherever, and be have it scaled to. I mean, I would love to have a level one inside of the Eternal Palace. Be, be I mean, I mean, and obviously you would want you you'd want to scale your stuff up. But how cool would that be that you just log into game? Because, I mean, it would take away the 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 quoting your skill would would be the factor yeah i could see that i still think there has to be a leveling structure but you see the reason they have a leveling structure is because it tells the story of an expansion as you level through the areas having take bfa for example yeah yes if if there was no 110 to 120 what is your reasoning for to do anything in Cold Tiras on that on, on your main character? Like you'd literally I, be at Endgame straight away. Well, I think what you're talking about is attunement. That you, you, you're attuning yourself to the story. So even at, like in classic, you have attunements that you may be 60, and you, you don't need better gear. You just got to get yourself attuned. So basically, you've got to get through the story. You, your level doesn't matter. It's getting. So you're, so you're you're saying that I'd have to do I'd have to do Tiriscard Sound, Tiriscard um, Stormsong Valley, and Drustfar, as well as the War Campaign, in order to access Nasjatar content. Yes, because you you have to attune yourself through the story, but your level doesn't really matter. I'll be honest, that would work if the game had a character and class system like Final Fantasy does, because yeah. then everything is on one character doing that oh. doing that on my 15 alts would be literal hell i would not want to put myself through that story 15 plus times i'm with you i'm with you that's why i think it would have to definitely do a lot more of our alt stuff that i this, i'd be fine if even where, this is where as i've said before if they want to go in a direction like that they have to make account bound stuff that's better yeah because if we turn around and go levels are gone your end game progression is now just item level. That's brilliant. Item level can scale better that way because it's literally just the inflation of the numbers on the content that you're doing. Brilliant yeah. stuff. I'll and take that. I would love that because we've seen that that progression in BFA. More things have become account wide. Like I'm working on reps for one character, and I I I, I can unlock it. Like for Legion, I unlocked a horde allied races on my alliance because i had that rep already i just had to have a character 
on the horde who could do that quest. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, if they if they get rid of the level squish, that will make me happy. I mean, I mean not level squish. If they get rid of levels itself, and if they're doing some of the stuff, I I think that'll I, make me. I think I no, I agree. I think it's a fabulous idea, and it's not something that we've really talked about before. It's that's it's actually really good. I think there has to be some levels. I think you still have to have one to sixty to do the original Azeroth content. Optional. You do that for you do that for Transmog. You do that for some of the things. No, 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 that... no. I, I'm saying the the new player, yeah, one yeah. to one to sixty does the original leveling experience. You know, starts in Elven Forest, any of the starting zones, gets to gets to TBC stuff. Yeah. Now at sixty, if um, obviously with how much content there is now, yeah, you would, yeah they they'd have to they'd have to have the ability to go straight to modern content. So there yeah. had to be a way to item level uh, item level them up to gear to get them into you know Colteris. So like it would be like they can uh, there'll be fast track quests to get some gear level for Colteris leveling and everything else. And then yeah, then they'd have to do that story. That gets them into Nazjatar and then finishing the main quest story of Nazjatar like the uh, just the oh, how would you finishing the quest that gives you the quest to kill Ashara? Yeah, and yes. then killing killing Ashara would then allow you to do uh, any of the quest stuff that's coming. Like the war campaign and Nashatar are semi separate because they both need to continue. So you need to do all of the content in that to continue to do whatever they release in eight point three. Yeah, but all of so what? Why are you asking people to do one to six? No, I'm just trying to pick because you can because. 160 but then skip to bfa after because that because otherwise you're just starting at level one and going straight there uh, you got to remember there's still all of this content otherwise your your otherwise your goal is going to be one to 60 i've still got to do the tbc story i've still got to do the raft story i've still got to do cataclysm story i've still got to do mist story i then got to go to Draenor and do warlords i then got to go and do legion content and now i'm back in cold Tiras content so there has to be for a new player the ability to level, enjoy the world for what it is, one to sixty, and then be able to join us in Cold Tears on modern content. Okay, then then then, then let me flip, flip the idea even further. With, with professions, you're in buckets, right? What if you could level up each expansion? So so because 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 Razorus makes a great point. You 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 need a ding. I mean, and, and you need the progression. So. Any player logs into the game, you can choose. Hey, do you want do you which which expansion do you want to take content through? Oh, do you want to go to the latest expansion? You want you want to go to Rise of Nurmagon? Okay, get, log in that. here. I get that, but think about think about a new player experience rather yes. than because that is good as someone who has played the game before. As but so you could have that as an option unlocked once you've done the content on your main character if you want an ult and be like i want to do this this bucket of content again this takes us back to the previous weeks where we're like you could have a page in your spell book which properly chronicles everything that you've done in your account and do you know so i've got explorer of the eastern kingdoms i've got uh Lawmaster of eastern kingdoms i can use a toggle in my spell book to go I can fly in there. I can use my flight whistle on any alts because it's a it's a, now a toy that I can use, and I can do it to any fight point that is un, that has been unlocked or anything else while I'm in that zone because I've done it on my main and I've done it. So finishing the story on a main for a given expansion, say, you know, you have the achievement for killing, um, kill Jaden. I can choose to do a new alt character and I can experience the Burning Crusade as my leveling path. The other thing, though, with a new player, if they buy Battle for Azeroth, they're instantly given a boost ability. If yeah, but the expansion. We're, we're, we're talking about changing the way levels as a whole. Okay, so, so, so you have to... You, the, the biggest thing that I find people forget when they're talking about this is how I'd like this to be. 
they always forget about the new player experience because it's what they as an experienced player want you have to think of the of the new player experience because that's that's the problem that blizzard have openly said that there is there's the the daunting factor of 120 levels is too much for a new player to buy into the game and do not and as we've said previously even if they level squish that back to 60 you know there's still going to be the thought that all we're doing is they're squishing all of that experience from 1 to 120 into 1 to 60 we're still going to have to do tbc leveling we're still going to have to do wrath leveling cataclysm leveling pandaria leveling warlords leveling legion leveling and bfa leveling all in that one to 60 unless they change things because leveling already is too slow and yeah doing and just spreading the expansion uh spreading the experience from 120 levels down to 60 okay it makes that one max level thing smaller but it's still going to have to be the same amount of experience and people Ow. don't people just go yay level squish i only have to go to 60 completely forgetting that blizzard will turn around and go you may be only 60 but you've still got to do this entire timeline yes uh but i keep thinking like cataclysm content is so strange though because you're in you're in stormwind then you go back to this where where garage is doing stuff but garage is dead here so yeah the I get what you're saying because the whole experience itself is awful. I it, it, it's confusing, and the the yeah. biggest problem is that they cataclysm the world too early. We had the cataclysm because people wanted world flying after we had wrath. Wrath uh, flying was the worst. Wrath flying is the one that does it because it's like why can I fly in Northrend but not in not in Kalimdor in the Eastern Kingdoms? You know? Yes. Now. Cataclysm, you got you got to look at this. The game's been around for 15 years. They cataclysmed the world after six, and we've had the cataclysm story since for nine years. They cataclysmed the game way too early for the benefit of having world flying. Which, don't get me wrong, I appreciate it when I'm going old world and doing stuff. I appreciate it. But it's led to so many problems where we now have had an ever-progressing story and stuff references deathwing but you know deathwing is still is still there in that world and it's done everything which is why people are asking for another world changing content which is why people wanted nazoth as a main villain expansion it's why i wanted him not to be a villain of a patch because he could have been the reason the answers are frasly you're not wrong with how he's looking at it yeah because I, I, keep, I keep looking up because i'm thinking right now and I, and I know that and i know that makes a horrible video but yeah i because I'm listening to what you're saying. I still think, I mean, yeah. But you know that if we're asking for another cataclysm, we could we could completely redo it and say, hey, everything's, well, yeah, no, then they go back to the we're end. I'm, gonna, I'm saying. We're not going to get a WoW 2. We're going to get a WoW cataclysm 2. Yeah. That's and, what it's going to be. And I'm fine with that. Because the, the one thing I don't want to lose, and, and it's there's a pain to me when I hear about WoW 2, I don't want to lose access to content that I can unlock. I like the fact that I can always go back and get some content from different things. It's I mean, fun. I get what you're saying. I really do. But then, what do you want in the game? Do you want to have an outdated world story or with content that you can see and do? and have unlocked and are available to do and everything else or do you want a coherent world that's up to date that plays in with the new story that allows them to change the billions of quests that exist within the game it's I, that, that that's what that's what you that's that that's that point you've got to find out because you've got to weigh up losing losing what's available to get something to better, get yeah. Something that's possibly better. I don't want to say that is better because that that way lies that, that way lies problems. But for a world that's possibly better, more coherent, you know, it would be painful to lose that stuff. But you are right. And one thing that one thing I do enjoy about about classic when I go back there, I feel less pressure to get everything. I just do what I get. I get what I get. So. 
I'm I'm not saying that I'm fully on board with it, but I I could get myself more okay with losing everything, getting rid of stuff in the, in the past. You're moving house, you sell all your stuff to Goodwill, and in to hopefully get something better. I, it might just be because I'm tired because I I completely missed your entire point there. Say that again for me. I would be fine like. When you when you're moving from an engine to engine, or you're moving from house to house, and you just get rid of everything that's in the past, I would be maybe forty five to fifty percent okay losing access to old content in order to get something better. Because in classic, it is nice not having that pressure to go back and get all the old stuff. It's it's kind of it's kind of nice leaving it behind. Or because in my head, I like right now when I when I log into current, I think of. I have a goal of one thing, but then I'm like, oh, I gotta go there. I gotta go there. I, I gotta go everywhere to try to get stuff. I still gotta go to Hatfield to get my farm going. There's things that I still gotta work on. The Water Strider. And one thing that they did in 8.2 was they gave everybody the Water Strider. And it was it was painful because of all the all the work that, that went into it. But now people have access to a a mount system that they needed they needed to, to rip the bandit out. And maybe I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe they just need to say, we know you have so much content in the past. We need to rip the band-aid off and move you forward so that way we can give you a better thing. And I I don't love it because like there's like there's trading card game stuff I can no longer get. I still want Serious Charger. I mean there's there's things that I can't get anymore. Christ, but you know what? Yeah. I I'm fine now having stuff I can't get, even if it hurts. And maybe 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 we need to finally say we won't get invincible. Because you know, Razor has made a good point about invincible. What if they give us an Invincible 2.0? I mean, they gave us a Fiery Warhorse Reigns 2.0. I, I just want to point out that Invincible 2.0 is Invincible. Invincible 1.0 is the Sparkle Pony. Okay. Okay. <laughs> or Invincible 2.0 is the Sparkle Pony. Because I think that that was... No, it was released the same day that ICC was released. Or like midway through it. Yeah. Like, I've already got the Sparkle Pony. Hey, I've already got Invincible! You have. It uses the same model, Fraz. Oh, why am I trying for an old mount now? Oh, hey, Invincible, you're old. I don't need. I don't. Need, I don't need you anymore. Get out of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, do you know what? We completely got off the point, but it, it is that there's a lot that can come from that. I think an engine rework is so far down the line. I think it's it's WoW 2.0 and then changing the world is years away. I'm uh, still, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna long for that infinite dragonfly expansion where they change the world and we get, you know, the 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 changed world piecemealed back to us as they change more things and more things become available to us. What is the name though? I, I mean, I, I'm still going on the idea of they can give us an engine revamp. Your character goes be like they just caught because like right now with, with with PTR you can copy your your character's name between PTR and 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 regular so. They they could just give you the option to have two clients. Do you want to do I mean, WoW one? Again, again, the big the biggest problem is that any new MMO will not people people do not. It's hard to say people don't want to pay for an MMO because Final Fantasy is still a paid for MMO, but you just have to look at star wars you have to look at eso you have to look at lord of the rings um, yeah they they will all pay for subscription model mmos but their player base died so hard that they had to switch to a free-to-play model so i don't think releasing wow 2 as a separate model as a separate game itself would work with a subscription system especially if it means that people lose 15 years worth of investment in their character, their account, and everything else. The only way, the only way, the only physical way you could stop supporting World of Warcraft and do World of Warcraft 2 is to allow people to import their World of Warcraft characters with all of their legacy and achievements and mounts and collections and toys and transmogs and everything that made that character them over to that World of, War World of Warcraft 2. It's literally the only way they could do it. And even then, you have to you only have to look back at when the model character changes existed. 
and see that people were still not happy because their character was no longer the character they'd spent so much time with. Yeah, I can see that. And, and I think I think WoW is an interesting MMO. I mean, other MMOs have added this. Like, EverQuest is, is a big one that's it that's struggled with this. And I think that is that is WoW's blessing and curse is WoW so old. But the curse is it's so old. It has a lot of things it has to try to live up to. It's definitely it's so difficult. Like the the reason WoW has done as well as it is is because it launched at a period where MMOs were new to the scene. You know, there were some that came before it. You had Ultima Online. You had Final Fantasy Eleven. There there were so many EverQuest, and there were so many mmos that already existed but warcraft because it launched for a more casual friendly audience at the time managed to get so many people and now you've got maybe not as high as the peak of wrath of the lich king or some of the or tbc or anything else but you've still got millions of people that play with connections to a 15 year old game and they keep playing because of those connections they have to their characters, the friends that they have along the way, and people like it for better or worse. What the game designers have chosen to do over 15 years, people still play the game, even though their friends have moved on. They still make new friends. You know, it's it's one of those things. There is a very good chance if they turn around and announce WoW 2 that people will go. It's been a brilliant 15-year journey. But, you know, with and the announcement that World of Warcraft is is ending, then my journey has ended. Even if they do announce characters to go over, which is why I think it has to stay within the same game. I can see that, because, I mean, again, EverQuest 1 and 2, as in the back of my head, too, that that one was... That one divided the thing. I mean, in, in a way... The community is already divided between now classic and current. Yeah. I, 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 I've got a friend, um, Capital's Raid Team, has totally been obliterated because everyone's gone over to classic. I, I mean, uh, Tom from Free Extra Lives has said it has one of the best combat systems in any MMO. There were, oh my god, some of the Korean MMOs, which are very combat based, and every character, player, and enemy ha has a physical model that you can't walk through like it, it's a lot of fun i'll be honest where it's not simply just um not simply just a a, a keyboard a mouse button uh there, there was a specific word for the type of mmo that uh warcraft was and i can't remember what it was action button it was an action button yes. mmo where and the, the, i can't remember the name of it but there was a korean mmo i tried when it first came out and it had a brilliant combat system i really loved it like um you could put it akin to like uh the conan one where you had the 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 three things you could attack left right or forward and you could parry in those same things uh it wasn't terror it was something else um but there were a lot the korean mmos focused more on the fighting style of it and i really enjoyed that but that's what I went to Diablo for. That's what I played Diablo for. For a different version. Wait, you played Diablo 4? <laughs> yeah, I played Diablo 4. Way before everybody else. Um, but that, yeah, but that's what I played Diablo for. Because it was different, you know? Like, I can honestly turn around to you and say, if it wasn't for Diablo and venturing into final fantasy 14 i wouldn't have learned to keybound uh, keybind properly and use action keys to use it i would still be clicking because i had done for years because i was a healer in raids all the way back to classic and tbc and all i had to do was click my health bars to cast my spells you know uh you change character and things have to change but it's I don't know. It, it's fun. People play the game for what they love it for. You change the game on such a fundamental level that the the character is no longer the main focal point of the story and, yeah. and the world itself. And I don't think people will be interested. I'll be honest. Yeah, because I, I was talking with some people last night and like I've seen they're like, 
all I did last night was the same mechanics I've done for years. Mm. And I and I, I loved it. Like last night I had a blast doing it. But why? And yeah, it's the, it, it's it's there's something about it that clicks with me that other games don't I've played more wow than any other game. And that is scary. It is it's it's very scary how much time we've put into this game. I I honestly I honestly dread going onto my account notifications and everything else to to see what we've done in this game. Yeah. Like Ooh. Yeah. But yes. I think it's time we call this to a close. Uh, so, Mr. Frasley, where can they find you around the internet if they want to look for you and catch all of those up-to-date BlizzCon notifications while you're there? You can find me at frasley.com, F-R-A-Z-L-E-Y. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at frasleytastic. And you can find me on Twitch when I'm not at in Anaheim at gnome.live. Uh, is Con Before the Storm uh, going to be streamed? Yes, it'll be streamed. Um, so by the time this is out, it will have been. It'll be on the uh, the world of, the world of podcast podcast feed, and I'm aiming to put the panel. I've got the permission to do this on the Frazzlecast feed on Wednesday, because okay. I, I I've learned you, you know learning. I've learned to not cannibalize my my download numbers. Last year, I released Pod, Pod, Pod for the Con the same day as the episode. Yeah, that did not work. Yeah. Oops. Um. As always, guys, you can find me on my main account at Titans Creed on Twitter. You can find the gaming-specific one where you can just literally catch updates for videos that go live over on YouTube at youtube.com slash Project Phoenix Productions. You can find those at, at Gaming Phoenix. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitch, if you've watched the cast live, uh, you can follow. Uh, you can come and join us on twitch.tv slash Project Phoenix Productions. Nice and simple stuff there. Uh, otherwise, guys, the the podcast for us will still be live on Wednesday for or everyone that wants to catch the VOD over on YouTube or wants to catch the audio version up on the stuff on Wednesdays. Next time we will be live will be on... What's the date? It's going to be Tuesday the 5th. Yes. I do believe. Tuesday the 5th. I think we're going to be slightly early. I'm not sure what time we're going to be. We will tweet out when we're going live, as always, guys. If you want to join us live, it's been an interesting show. Um, lots to talk about, and you know, there's some, been some good points raised on both sides. And I'm looking forward to having a post BlizzCon chat with you, Mr. Frasley, to see how it all feels. You'll be yeah. the first person that's been to BlizzCon that I will ever chat to and get to hear about that experience. From. Oh, nice! I, I I'm excited. Like I I I told somebody I will not take. Uh, there'll be no laptop with me there. My phone. I'm gonna be yeah, touching the it. screen and tapping my phone and rubbing my phone a lot. That's what one of my make my sure, friends or dad says. Make sure you have portable battery packs fully charged and ready for you, because you will oh. drain that battery. I'm gonna do at least one or two, if not three or four. Brilliant stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us today, whether it's been live or whether you've caught the, the VOD on YouTube or caught the audio version of this podcast. Thank you very much to our live chat. They have yes. been brilliant. They've given us lots of chat over the course of this episode, as they always do. Join us live. You can be part of the chat, be part of the experience, and be part of the episode. We will see you November 5th and everything else. And as Mr. Frasley always likes to say... Awesome B, or be awesome. Uh, awesome B. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Until the next time, we'll see you for the next episode.